Walking in the park yesterday, I had a revelation that I wanted to share with you. It was a revelation about the power of the environment. Now, the first time I heard this spoken very strong, you know, with great conviction was Bruce Lipton, who said, it's the environment stupid. And he was describing uh, cellular biology and the impact that the environment has on the health of a cell. So if the environment of the cell is extremely healthy, then the chances of disease are extremely low. If the environment of the cell is toxic, then it doesn't matter about the genetics of the cell, it will not be healthy. And he even, you know, it's not just the health of the cell, it's also about differentiation of stem cells, where stem cells can become bone cells or muscle cells or other types of cells based on the environment that those cells are placed in. And so as I was listening to the book by Buckminster Fuller, The Critical Path, I was listening to his story of how he decided that he would dedicate his life to shaping the human environment. So what he wanted to do was solve problems for humanity. And he didn't want to solve those problems by convincing anyone of anything. What he wanted to do was anticipate the challenges that were coming next for humanity and design solutions that would come forward on their own merit and make an impact on the world. And so he built all sorts of different things and invented all sorts of different things to, to solve problems in, in housing and energy consumption and lots of different areas. And, and he wrote numerous books. What was also interesting was that he decided that he would not participate in the traditional economy. And with a wife and a child, uh, he was heavily criticised by people around him for not, you know, for opting out of the economy. But what he did as he opted out of the economy, he decided that he would live by nature's rules, as he puts it in his book. So the birds and the bees and the plants and the trees don't need money. And so he thought by the same logic, a human who is putting himself at the service of nature would do well. And he actually had kept a chronological record of his life up until that point, And he realized the only times where he'd achieved prosperity was when he was focused on helping. The more people he was focused on helping, then the more prosperity he achieved. And with that logic, he set about solving challenges for humanity. And he was also strictly individualist on that journey in terms of not relying on anyone else. And he believed that the big power structures that have got us to the point that the world is in would not be the ones to take us to the next level. That was up to individuals to follow their intuition and to solve problems. And so Bucky Fuller was all about building that environment uh, for himself, the, the environment for him to you know, uh, get his ideas forward and, and solve things, but then change the human environment. And when I look at my own experiences, my own life and impact that I've had in coaching, I think it is more than anything about uh, changing, shifting the environment and opening the environment up to new possibilities. If I look at the weight room uh, with the rugby teams that I worked with, the weight room environment, by having a different layout, I would change where all the equipment is and I would design it around 
uh, more accountability and more simplicity. I would put things up on the walls that would support that. You know, we all shape the environment, but the that's actually where, you know, the biggest power is. So any area of life that is not functioning uh, in a way that you would like it to function, the, the biggest thing is to focus on changing the environment. So if you really want to get strong, then surround yourself with strength solutions. You know, have a gym at home, but then have chin-up bars in the house and then, you know, watch people who are strong and have strong friends. And it's going to be very difficult not to gain strength if you go and hang out with powerlifters and just force yourself to be in the same room as powerlifters uh, over and over again, then the chances of you becoming a powerlifter or getting better at those basic lifts is is much, much higher. So really um, diligently shaping our environment is, is the biggest thing. The challenge then becomes when you set higher standards that you don't, you can't really see things as straightforwardly as uh, strength training. Like it's really easy and simple to see what you need to do to become strong, to become healthy. But then when you're thinking about, you know, becoming successful uh, in terms of uh, finances and creating something that has an impact on the world, I speak to a lot of people who say, yeah, like they really want to have a bigger income or a second income or do something that's more fulfilling and get to a point where they don't have to worry about money, uh, get to a point where they can you know, know and feel secure about their material future, like their ability to solve the problems of food, shelter, you know, safety, um, finding a, a, a good partner, being able to bring up children, like these basic human needs when these things are solved, then there's opportunity to look at solving other challenges. And the way that we work on solving these problems these days is very different to the way that we worked on solving these challenges uh, in the past. It's no longer enough to have you know a little hut and a few uh, a few animals, some hunting, etc. As Earth became more crowded, we evolved more complex social systems, and so. For this prosperity today, it's important to get yourself in an environment of that prosperity. The thing is, it doesn't exist. The thing is, it's it's very difficult to get yourself around people who are actually you know, thriving and doing well and, and have this kind of freedom. Now, you might be reflecting on this and thinking, well, no, I, I know a bunch of people who have nice houses and nice cars and, you know, they've you know seemingly got that stuff organized, but really... How many people do you know who have achieved abundance materially? How many people do you personally know who, who have even achieved that material abundance, you know, where they have uh, wealth for their generation and future generations and, you know, stability with that, where they can access more as required? That in itself is that, you know, there's not too many people, you know. I, I know a few through you know, through my lifetime, they haven't necessarily been close friends, but I've, I've known some of those people and had conversations with with those people. But then if you say, well, also another selection criteria here for the environment that I want is that people have high uh, emotional intelligence, have quality relationships, um, have been able to sustain relationships for, you know, a long period of time, and as well as, you know, a high level of health, even just those three criteria becomes 
you know, very, very challenging to find a crowd of people, a group of people to associate with, to make that your environment. And that's really why I left working in professional rugby league was because there were areas within that, you know, within even that three criteria that weren't high values for the group of people that I was associating with most, right? So what you value most needs to be reflected in your environment and that's in other people, that's in the resources that you're consuming. And once that deliberate decision is made and there's peer support, there, there are role models around you and you have a, a good program of, of learning and, and acquiring information, then moving in that direction, like success as you've defined it, becomes very, very simple. But without the environment, it's just simply not going to happen. It's just a dream. It, it just cannot happen. The actions can only take place in the environment that is there to support it and the environment has to be there for those actions to take, to take place, right? So how can you shift and change your environment? This should be the number one priority. Like the, the one thing to invest in, the one thing to to build you know your environment around is having it align with with your values and and what you want you know for yourself and for future generations so what would that look like for you who who is that you know how do you find that group of people um, the teacher the students you create this immersive environment that's really what i strove you know was striving for with with real movement um, when i left rugby league i created a brand called real movement project and that that was really the ideals of the project was to associate with a group of people who made strong decisions about improving their health um, and sharing that message with others like a better way to train and sharing that message with others and i was of the belief that the truth would spread and that truth was more powerful than lies. It seems to me that lies have to be constantly reinforced and systematically reinforced over long periods of time to, to sustain themselves. Whereas a little bit of truth is very difficult to undo. Once someone experiences, especially ex experiential truth, which is what Buckminster Fuller was talking about and it was what real movement was built around, was experience this and then tell me, you know, tell me you want to live how you were living before. Tell me this is a lie. After we'd have these four-day experiences of training camps, after we'd follow certain, you know, health practices, training regimes, everyone can do what they want. There was never any, um, nothing was enforced, and and the same is true now with the guys that I'm working with towards uh, financial abundance and and kind of a, a bigger picture of freedom and success. Learning more about psychology, nothing is enforced. There is no way. There's just information and there are role models and then it's up for, up to every individual to deliberately follow a, a course of action towards what they want and to live with the consequences, positive or negative, uh, of, of the actions that, that they take. And so that really worked well. I think, you know, with Real Movement, it was really clear, like, yeah, you just create the environment and then really good things happen. Like, that's all that had to happen. I didn't have to there was no specific like piece of learning or you know structured knowledge that had to happen what needed to happen was they needed to get 
into an environment of other people who had decided that they wanted to live uh, a really good life, that they wanted to live uh, values of health, of personal development, and and to, to bring the best out in others. And then they would go and create their version of that environment in their own suburb and become one of, if not the best uh, gym or you know personal trainer or whatever you want to call it in their area. And they would reach a level of prosperity through that. So all it is, is is changing the environment. Like that's, that's it. So we just change the information that's going in, change the type of conversations that we're having, um, make sure things align with the values. Now I'm not telling you what to value. I'm giving you some clues of things that I value. Like I I value um, health. I value strength. I value uh, abundance. I value the ability to make decisions for myself about you know where I go and what I do I I value intellect and and understanding humans and human psychology and so these are the things that my attention needs to be on um, being clear about these values then guides the construction of of the environment right so for you today reflecting on how do you change that environment? You know, I've recently just started a Telegram group and the whole sole goal of the Telegram group is to share these conversations. So I've been recording like private podcasts to go into this group and I've been sharing links that have come from uh, the mentor that I've been working with. Now I invested tens of thousands of dollars to connect with him and was one of the best decisions that I've ever made. And I'm sharing a bunch of that stuff to that Telegram group to create this environment where people know they have at least one pocket in the digital world that is about improving your health, about improving you know your skills towards abundance, building a business and believing in yourself and, and, and these sorts of things where you can hear the stories of other people who've taken on these challenges. And it's, you know, already I've had so many thank you messages. I've been doing it consistently, this new group for maybe – 10 days, two weeks, and there's so much positivity come out of it already. Now, there's a lot more that I want to do with the group and uh, it's up to everyone in there to, you know, to decide what they value and which of the of the links and posts they read and listen to and how much they interact. Some people are going to be too busy, right? But then if you actually look at what they're busy on, that stuff doesn't align with their values and where they want to go. So yeah, the, the more ability you have to fully immerse yourself in the new environment that you want to be in to get to the place that is congruent with your values, you know, that's that's really what needs to, to take place, like finding that those immersive experiences and creating that for yourself. Um, so there's enough material there to, to create a quite immersive experience or at least an hour or two a day of learning for those who are super, super keen and I believe that I'll be paid by the universe for that. If there's value in what I'm doing, then there will be rewards. If there isn't value in what I'm doing, then there will be no rewards. And that has been very consistent uh, for me as well. So maybe I'll do a whole other podcast uh, for the private group around things that have been successful and why I think the universe has rewarded those things. And you might disagree with Buckminster Fuller's uh, methodology there, his approach. Uh, I know Bob Proctor operates on the same way of thinking. I think it sort of comes from Wallace D. Waddles and, and there's, there's a, a big background of people who believe that 
that's the way the universe works. Um, it's kind of the think and grow rich type mentality as well, I would say. But if you would like to participate in that Telegram group, just drop me a message on Instagram, the ATG Mentor, um, and I will support you towards uh, finding your way into that group. The reason why I'm posting more there rather than podcasting more to this public channel is simply because it's not powerful just to share the ideas and information or it's not as powerful. It's not the direction that, that I'm looking to go. So yes, it is powerful. You know, Joe Rogan um, getting his podcast out to the world and other podcasters who are challenging people around the way they think and values and executing on things. I, I, it is, you know, mass production of alternative ideas is, is really powerful. But without the supportive environment, I don't see it changing people um, to the level that I would like to support change. So a lot of people are somewhere between very and extremely uncomfortable with their current position. If you really get down to it, um, the way a lot of people are living is not close to what they would really um, want to be living towards, you know, what their, their deepest values are. And so, you know, that's really what interests me is like when people are actually wanting to, to make change rather than kind of the infotainment type idea or just kind of getting swept up in, in sort of the waves of fear porn that are covering the world at the moment. For people who really want to like do something different and be surrounded by a supportive environment where you can have a two-way interaction, I guess that's that's what excites uh, me and that's where I've seen great things happen. People do say, oh, yeah, like you, I really like your content stuff on, on Instagram or from the podcast, like, oh, yeah, I've listened to a lot of it and it's had an impact. But from my experience, it, it's like 1% as impactful as actually coming to a live event or actually turning up on, on regular Zoom calls or... Um, you know, having accountability, like making a plan together. So we're about to launch the Freedom Map, which is the idea that you, you can map out your future and you can be clear on your values. And when you do that and when you share it with someone who you respect, then the chances of your life moving in a direction that you want it to move in are much, much higher, like close to infinitely greater. So, you know, Joe Rogan has had so much impact on so many people and he's able to get more than 1% you know, impact with, with the quality of the guests that he has and his ability to, to guide those conversations. It's, it's very impactful. My role I see as once people have decided, okay, yeah, like I definitely need to change, then how do we set up that environment so the change happens? That's, that's the problem that I've wanted to solve since 2014 and it's the problem that I'm, that I'm solving now. Um, and I'll make another podcast going through the best solutions that I've found and shared and the rewards that went with them. And hopefully that will give you a little bit more confidence and courage that all you need to do is dedicate yourself to the problem that you see that must be solved and good things will come. So I hope you enjoyed this and uh, drop me a message if you checked it out and you would like to join the free Telegram group.